Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. Uh, are the thermals here? Or access to them? Access to them. Yes, Dottie. There, there's access to them. And you enter, and you are greeted by... A dark room lit in front by a massive, glowing wall of magma. Suddenly you see one hand molten and jagged with a claw press against the glass, and then another, and then another, and then uh, you see a face press against the glass, this, this sort of bestial-looking magma face. It's like, it almost looks like a demon uh, the horns curled back, but it's all made of magma, as hundreds of these faces fill the glass to the absolute brim and stare at you. What is your intention? Burn! Consume! Devour! Return! Return to what? How much land do you need to be free? 
I'm like, holy shit, Daddy, watch out. And I jump over, like, over her, in front of her, and then just, like, spread out all of a sudden, just like this meat wall. As you do, uh, Lucas, you feel the heat start to get even hotter, even hotter, and you actually feel like some of the bones start to burn away um, as you guys uh, feel the entire room shake. Okay, I'm going to reassume that uh, telepathic link for just one word. Don't! Guys, I'm Isaac the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Danny, you and Midas are sitting in the car, uh, and Midas has actually kind of got a parked in a parking lot, waiting for Lucas to come back, and, um... Oh, God! Oh! Oh, God, guys! Oh, God! Oh, God! Holy shit! Uh, fire! Fire burning! The demon? Heads? Lots of them? Uh, I did it! I got the- I got the coffins, but they might all die! That Luke- Oh, God! Uh, uh, oh, my God. Um, Dottie is there, and she was, like, doing this weird thing- and she communicated with them, I think, because all of a sudden they all got super pissed and were trying to like break through the glass. And so then I became like a giant meat curtain thing to try and hold back the glass. But I don't think Dottie was even leaving. She's like a such a dummy. Oh, God. As you say that, you feel the ground underneath you shake. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the hell? We're definitely not in a place where earthquakes should be happening. Midas is looking at you and he's, and he's thinking, he goes... No. What did they... They can't if they... They need to... They're gonna have to secure them now if there's... If there's a breach and... If they... If they get to... If they... If they get their way through the magma coils to Yosemite... They can... They can detonate the super volcano. Oh god. So we gotta fight like burning guys? I am... That's like my weakness. I'll just melt. What do we do? We get you all out of here. No, no, how the hell do we stop these guys? Like, they're gonna fry your whole freaking world, man! Midas just looks sad. I don't know. I don't have an answer, Lucas. Oh, God. I'm... We can at least try and, and get you out here, and, and, and you can come back later and see what you can do, and, and I'll see what I can do here. <laughs> Uncle Midas, it, but... you can't. Like, you just don't understand. I cannot lose somebody else. I just... I already lost my... My, my dad and and Biggs, who knows when he's coming back? Like, I can't lose you. I just can't. I just... I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty ratty fellow. I, 
I'll, I'll figure out something, Lucas. But right now, we need to focus on getting you guys back. Um, I think with that, Lucas, like, punches the top of the car. Like, not hard enough to punch through it, but definitely, like, you know, Harry and the Hendersons, there's now a big Maybe not get pressure. You're pretty upset. Five, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you put your fist straight, straight through the top of his car. <laughs> it, it, like, turns into the whole Hulk arm and just half of the roof comes off. And he's just, he's just like... It's, I guess it won't. I guess it won't. I guess it won't matter much later. <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, about your car. Sorry about your car, Midas. Yeah, sorry, Mister. Sa- sorry about your car, Mister. Santiago. Uh, sorry. It's okay. Um, one thing that we need to do. Um, we have to make sure that these stones are intact on both sides. If, if, from what I understand, they are, they are centerpieces, and no matter where you go dimensionally they will be there but if they are destroyed within the dimension then you cannot go to it where is Dottie and where's Chad also Chad we seem to keep forgetting about Chad but he's probably here too right I I don't uh, Dottie is at Mount St. Helens in our underground observatory from what I understand and what you des- and what you described I'll go I'll go to her house. I can go through the portal. Maybe I can help them. It's a it's a colony. I mean, we it took everything we had to get them under control the first time and I mean, maybe I can get her out though. Get them out. Hold on, maybe I can I can reach her through her parents. It's worth a shot, but 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 even if you get her out, we need to find a play is do you know if Sheer is okay on your side? Uh Oh, it it was there when we left, but there was like a like a vortex or something happening under like inside inside of the mountain. Is there any other sections that you know that you could go to that have this? Oh, the mine. There was a mine. Uh Danny, you're really good at like places and knowing where things are. Like do you remember where the mine was? Yes. Okay, can you lead Midas to the mine? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll try to find... Uh... No. We're going to get Dottie, and then we're going to go to the mine. And you watch as he, like, steps on the gas and starts driving towards the Coughlin house. Okay, I'll I'll try to reach out to the Coughlins. Dottie... Dottie can... Dottie knows where it is, too. She can... She can meet us there. Yeah, that's true. And she can teleport. Interesting bunch. Now let us... We're, but let, let's go. We need to... I, I want to get to the Coughlins and try and at least get them secure. See what I can do about about the the thermals. Um, come on, and if they do anything to Dottie, we need to to be there. And we're gonna cut back to Dottie. Uh, you say this, and uh, you you say that line, and it sh- something shifts. The the crown, uh, the ironwood crown that you have. Uh, suddenly, like grows thorns on the outside, and um, you feel this, and you feel your 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 heart um, uh, beating really, really fast inside you, um, and the edges of your your vision are almost tinted a little bit red. Um, it's strange, and you look down, and you realize that your uh, your your right hand, the nails on it, have extended a little bit, and have sharpened. Um, as your parents go, 
as your parents like start to frantically move to the controls and start doing things and you hear sirens start to wail and all kinds of things um start to happen uh what do you do dotty i try to steady myself and i try to calm down it's like You do that, and you take a few breaths, and you look down, and your hand has not reverted yet. It's still like that. Oh, come on. I kind of say, Well, uh, can you get this under control? You said you could. They are, they're, they don't even respond. They're just working furiously at these controls. And uh, your mom looks up to you and go, Johnny, you gotta go. You gotta go now. I, uh, uh, agree. Just, I don't know what's going to be left, but, uh, no, they haven't been this active before. Oh, God. Then again, then again, then again, maybe, um, I just need to punch them real hard. That's tempting. Um, is there a way to... Your mother looks at you really confused, um... And we're gonna we're gonna be doing some quick switches real quick. You're saying that, um, and we switch back to Danny, uh, Danny, Lucas, and Midas. You guys are squealing up the road and parked in front of the Coughlin house. You see the gate is open um, as Midas runs out, and he gets out of his car and he runs and he goes up to the front door and you just see him put his hand against it and this line of blue energy outlines it and the door just falls down as he goes inside. Yeah, I haul butt behind him for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, you haul, uh, you haul butt, and, um, you guys, uh, go inside, and you see the bookshelf, and Midas goes over to it, and he pulls out a book, and he presses on some words, and he goes, uh, and the bookshelf shifts, portal opens, and he bolts through. Yep. And he stays behind. <laughs> For real? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny's following, yeah. You all follow through and burst on the other side. You see the Coughlin's working frantically, and they look over and they see, and they go, Midas, what are you? And he just goes, and he just like makes a they shift motion, moves over to controls, and starts working on them. Um, and Danny, as you enter, uh, Lucas, you still are feeling the heat on this piece of organic matter that was her hamster that you made, and it immediately stops. I, I think I act relieved because I can feel the difference. I'm just like, oh, God, thank God. And uh, you are, that armor is real scorched up. Sorry, hamster dude, you're gone. <laughs> you toasted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Danny, you walk in here and it feels different. It reminds you of the quiet place, but, and, and the pool, but so much more massive. And, and, and less of a, a place of like, like solace like uh uh you know the quiet place is a place that danny wants to go because it's somewhere that he can you know regain his thoughts and regain you know his his yeah you know just just you know it's a good place for him whereas this probably feels more like a prison or not necessarily like a prison it feels it, it feels powerful you feel energy around you and it is it's almost like you're in a you're, you feel like a caffeine eye setting in but it's not it doesn't make you jittery you just feel this energy inside you and, and around you it's very interesting 
So, so I, I'm, I'm imagining kind of like a, a, a well. Like it, it feels like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, I like to envision that as soon as Danny enters the room, like all the sirens and stuff, which you know, were definitely overwhelming him. Everything just kind of like, uh, uh, slowly, slowly fades out into you know, like a reverb. You know, um, exactly. So, so yeah, so, so basically everything just gets like very quiet and, you know, maybe, maybe there's some sirens and just some stuff going on shouting in the background, but it's, it's, it's quiet and it's like reverbed and, and kind of, you know, not slow-mo, but like, like time stretched out. Right. And I, I envision that amongst all this chaos of people running around and, you know, all of that, uh, he just kind of slowly strolls up to the, the glass and uh puts his puts his hand on the glass oh can i say something at this point also it's covered by a giant like bone wall i thought you said it got burned away no no it's burned on the inside yeah it's real burned the 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 armor plating that is touching the glass is severely burnt but the other side is still intact um although it is um it is no longer you. You can no longer feel connected to it, Lucas. It is very much dead tissue now. I mean, yeah, I just turned it to bone, so I figured. While he's doing that, I'm like kind of looking down at my clawed hand, and I say to Danny, he passes. Danny, could you talk some sense into these things? Because I kind of feel like punching them right. I think uh, if if we cut back to Danny right as as uh, Dottie said that um, the word now would just kind of like fade away and like reverb like nah you know what I mean like mm-hmm. uh, um, and and he would just he wouldn't answer her he would just kind of walk past and he would slowly put his hand up and I'm thinking and and I can make a roll obviously but uh, uh, I I wonder if he like can burn away some of the uh uh um as you place your hand on this bone uh you feel you just exert this bit of this wave of heat over it and this this almost like cloud it's almost like you guys see the the bone around it almost shimmers like it would in a heat wave and then it slowly just dissolves into white ash from the bottom, from the top down, um, and you see these creatures just looking at Danny um, as each of them slowly bows their head. And Danny, you hear in your mind, "All hail the Arc Light Flame." Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire. I hope you've been enjoying Strangers in the Pines. I wanted to let you know that we're currently creating a new Powered by the Apocalypse game called Dust World. It's in the same setting as our podcast, if you're familiar with that. The new rules and the flavor really help the game flow and enable it to create those epic dramatic scenes like you might find in anime. If you're interested in checking that out, check out the link in the description. Also, 
you can always join our email list for when we are going to kickstart that or other news about what the RPG Empire is up to. And that is also in the description. So a lot of good stuff going on in the description. Don't forget you can find us on social media at the RPG Empire. We're everywhere. Now back to the show. He seems to have connected with them somehow. I'm going to walk away from them, kind of saunter off. I'm feeling a little saucy. Like, I am ready to fight. But, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I've got this weird crown on my head. There's something going on with my claws. I don't quite look right. Uh, I didn't catch all of that description, but uh, I don't quite look the most human right now. Looking a little weird. Feeling a little weird. Feeling a little... Right now, it's just your right arm. It's kind of like the the veins on your hand have sort of gotten a little more pronounced in your fingernails are now like about an inch out and they've thickened and they're sharp on the end so it looks like a claw mm-hmm. like a traditional just claw. uh walk over to lucas and said well you know this whole battery thing sucks but these guys kind of suck too i think we should just find a way to drop them off in a dimension where they can eat a planet with no life on it but, you know, that's going to take time, and I kind of want to go home. I've got better things to do than any of this bullshit. What's up with you, Lucas? You said we could go home? Daddy. God. Oh, my God, Daddy. You almost <laughs> ended this whole freaking world, Daddy. Like, literally, these things were surging out from here and heading to their freaking super volcano to, like, pop open one and just terraform this whole world like do you realize what happened like what you were doing and i saved you you didn't even notice like they were coming through if i hadn't turned into a wall you probably would be melted ash by now and your parents or i would have punched them i mean thank you i appreciate your help and i appreciate your concern um but i just uh feel like everybody's just kind of lied to me first my parents tried to act they didn't know what was going on and then they tried to act like they had this under control which um and i gesticulate over where danny is uh doing kumbaya with the uh lava creatures it's like a uh clearly not um do not start anything with me or i'll punch you i'm just ready to punch something today is not the day Let's go home, because I think I am making things worse, but I also think this world sucks. I don't know. Your parents seem pretty cool. They, they <coughs> no, cap- no, they they're captured not. giant lava monsters and kept them yeah, from Yeah, and turns them into an energy source. How cool. How wonderful. Or, if you look at it from the logical, rational way, they stopped the world from ending, and they kept these things in a cage. Like you would do any sort of murderer. Like, do you just let murderers walk around? No, you put them in cages. And if the murderer is constantly releasing, like, megatons of energy, what do you do? You got to get rid of it somewhere. Why not just give it to the people? Now you got free energy for everyone, and the murderers are locked up. Why the hell is that so bad? Uh, Danny's killed people. Should Danny be locked away and forced to do labor and do stuff like that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't make these decisions. I killed a lady. Then shut it up. It was an accident. But, what? you know. What? What? 
you, you wait, we'll back up. <laughs> That's what happened at the school. You screwed I school. You screwed up the school, and you are lecturing me here on the spot. You screwed up one person, not the whole freaking planet, Dottie. Not the it's whole the planet. Whole, it's the whole planet burning. It, it seems fine to me. You killed a person. Holy shit! You killed it's fine now. It's fine now. It was not oh, did you fine raise a them minute back ago. To life? I don't know. Maybe. What? Let me check. <laughs> I oh want to. I want to uh, use magic to view another place at another time and see if I can see through the eyes of this uh, lady. Oh, uh, roll me a weird check. Yeah, this is going to be weird. I can tell already. Eleven. Okay, so I want to view another place uh, and try and see through the eyes of the woman. Like, as as he, like, she's like, did you bring her back to life? I think he, like, gets that realization, like, oh, maybe that's exactly what happened to me. And then he tries to, like, kind of think about this woman. And Isaac, what happens? Your eyes uh, come into focus, and... It's weird, you have about... You have one now. But it's not like... It's not like the... the um, It's not like uh, you're when you were missing your eye. It's like you just have this one, and it's it rotates really quickly. Um, and you see yourself sort of on these badlands, and you're just running incredibly fast, just, just pouncing through these pine barrens. Um, as you, uh, you feel this incredible tug towards, uh, your progenitor, um, uh, drawing you towards, uh, towards this area, um, and as you look, you see in the very distance, uh, a, a mountain rise that you know to be Mount St. Helens. Oh shit, as she's coming here? This is. <laughs> she's got one eye, and so she's like some sort of crazy like freaking chimera mode um okay so like i think i like snap into it i'm like oh shit oh shit oh uh yeah so i guess she is alive good news bad news is uh she's coming here and she wants to see me and i don't did i get a sense of like what she wanted uh just primal urge go to creator uh, she just wants to come to me. I don't know. Oh, God. I'm just uh, staring at Lucas right now. My jaw slack. My One of my eyebrows raised. My head slightly cocked. Just utterly dumbfounded. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll be right back, everyone. And I just <laughs> start walking right out the door. The you were <laughs> in the middle of a facility. Oh, my God. You. You do not ever get to lecture me about anything ever again, ever. I will shut your mouth next time. I will literally seal it with bark. I just look back at her and like kind of shrug and I point to the molten people who are about to blow up the whole world. And I like- Yeah, I'll just off. punch them. Uh, Danny, do you have this under control yet? No answer from Danny. He's He's- He's transfixed, and he has a single hand uh, held up to the, the glass. Dottie, your dad looks at you and just goes, I just have one question, and you're going to have to pardon my language from this. What the ever-living fuck is going on? Who are these people? Oh, we're from a different uh, timeline. Uh, I don't know who your normal daughter is, but I'm Dottie Luskov, and I don't want to fucking be here. 
<laughs> I think I think Lucas as he's walking out the door, like I I he laughs. He definitely laughs. Like, oh god, oh Dottie. Uh, Midas looks over and goes. Uh, seems our uh, seems everyone switched. Um, portal. They have uh, interdimensional travel in their dimension and, no uh, we don't we don't just have that lying around we don't even have this we have to rely on freaking petroleum and you know we have to like invade random countries on occasion to get into it wow that's a, your planet that's... has extinctions also you're like extorting uh, to be fair very violent uh fire race for for fuel uh, midas looks at Dottie and goes I, for as much as it counts, I really, I really wanted this to, to work out, um, uh, but I'm assuming, I'm glad you tried, I'm, I'm glad you tried, and I'm sorry we argued about it earlier, it was worth at least a try. Well, uh, it's, it's all up to Danny now, it's not my business, I want to go home. In fact, you know what, I think I should leave. And I do leave. Okay, do you just go back through the portal? Yeah. I mean... Uh, wait, as you do that, Midas goes, uh, uh, Wait, wait, uh, we actually uh, um, have have your transportation secured. Um, we just need to get this situation under control. If, could you just stay here for a little bit, just until we get this done, and then I, we can send you home? I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm part of... They want me... They've got a crush on me or something. I don't know. I just, you know, I just bring this out in assholes. They just love me. I don't know. Actually, nobody's ever had a crush on me in my entire life. This is kind of a first time. This is this is kind of a big moment, and I hate it. Can I go? I don't think I'm making this better. Midas just, just looks at you like very... He just goes, Lucas, I don't know if I want to go to your world now. It, it sounds kind of insane and i'm not sure like oh. we don't have this and i just point i think lucas had had was like going further into the facility to try and find a way, oh, way out onto true, the mountain true. um do you go you go and you see a very obvious elevator okay i i pressed a button that says exit <laughs> uh you see that new exit and um you see this uh, you wait for a little while, and then you see running up towards you um, a terribly horrific creature. Um, you can't tell it's a woman anymore. Um, it's not running on actual, like, legs or anything. It's like these long... Uh, they would almost look like legs, except there's no feet. It's just this one bony nub, and that it's running on all four of them. And it, it's completely hairless. It has this eye in the center of its head and a mouth. And other than that, it just looks like a torso with these bony, um, bony limbs. Um, as it kind of like walks up to you and just kind of looks at you. And it's probably about the size of a horse. Wow. Uh, I just, I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay. Uh, here I am. Uh. It's me, Lucas. I'm really sorry, lady. Um, can you go back to like a human 
looking thing. And I kind of like make weird hand gestures to like, you know, like legs and arms and a head all in the right places. It just kind of looks at you. <laughs> okay. I figured that would happen. So I'm going to roll uh, use infection. Okay. Roll oh, it up. Good. I, I'm rolling on fire tonight. It explodes again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Isaac. Stop it. Okay. So I got a 12, uh, which lets me pick two. And here's what I want to do. Uh, I want to uh, control them temporarily, which I want to, like, in control of them, shapeshift them back into their human form. Okay. And then I want to uh, cure the infection. Okay. Um, all right, you do this, and you take control of them, and you... It's weird. You kind of feel like you're sculpting with no hands. Um, but you... Like, this you, part goes here? This part goes here? <laughs> yep, and I'm not going to make you roll anything else to make you, like, remember how the woman looked. Yeah, I just kind of, like, use... Because if I sampled her, I sort of have her sampled yeah we're just gonna go with that for simplicity's sake i won't lie um and you do that and and you form her back to how she looked before um unfortunately she's uh uh you didn't even think about that she kind of did it instinctually um as you cure infection um uh this poor um this poor middle-aged woman uh is now nude um and in another state yeah I, as she looks around i thought about that after but i'm like okay okay uh that worked holy shit that worked oh thank god that worked oh my god and i walk over to her and i just give her a big hug <laughs> i'm like, She's like Te oh, teacher lady i'm oh. so glad that you're okay i'm so glad oh this is awkward here have my shirt and i give her my shirt which is also made out of you <laughs> Which is gross, but she doesn't even know that. Um, and it's also she manages to like pull it on, and she's like like holding it at like at like her thighs to because you're like a you're a small dude. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like and, uh, okay, this is gonna like, be weird, but just close your eyes for a second. I think I can help that the clothing problem, and then I make the clothes grow into like her clothes. Uh, you do this, and she just faints. <laughs> she just faints. She doesn't close her eyes. She just faints. <laughs> I'm like thinking like that's probably better anyway, and I just scoop her up into my arms and carry her back in. Uh, you do that and you head back down, and um, uh, the Coughlins are kind of looking. They've stopped typing and things, and Midas is reading a readout on a on a computer screen as uh, he looks over at Dottie and looks down and goes, "You, you all right, Dottie? You've got the." Need. He he just kind of like nods to your arm. Um, I should leave. Like, I don't know what's going on with Danny, but uh, you know, they just want to eat me, and you know. It might it might be best if you go. If could you wait in yeah. my station wagon? It's outside your house. Oh, literally the thing I said. 
it's like people should listen to Dottie. One day, far in the future, some prophet will emerge from the muck and say, you know who was right? Dottie Luzkov. Notably, not Dottie Coughlin, Dottie Luzkov. I'll be good. Before you can exit, uh, I I think Lucas comes into the room with this lady in his arms and he's like, hey, Dottie, look, I didn't kill the lady after all. (laughs) Would you like a gold star, Lucas? Also, how? Here. And I I give the woman to her. I'm just holding her. You take hold of this woman and we're going to cut to Danny. Danny, they are... You have these magma people and you feel their energy around you, but you know that it's not the same as yours. They're imitations is the word that comes to mind, but, but they are not, that is not the right word. As you look down and you see these, these people and these, uh, well, you see them, you as people and you understand the heat um as you you feel your actual you feel like the pulse of the energy start to resonate with these people as they look up at you and the one in the very front goes arc light flame we must consume we need you Give us a command. Help us free us. I don't think Danny... Danny the person doesn't understand, but Danny the person... It's not that he's in his quiet place, but like, I feel like, you know, his, his, his logical, you know, human aspect has been pushed so far back into his mind right now. And, and, and all that, all that he can really focus on is like just the raw power, you know, like he knows, he knows what it feels like. He doesn't like it, you know, uh, uh, because he doesn't like losing control, but some part of him probably you know, really likes it. Uh, uh, Actually, Danny feels more in control than he ever has before. He, you feel like anything that you need to do, you can. And these, you are the command. You are the top. They are designed for you to command. That is your instinct feeling that control i think you know obviously like like not out loud uh in his head in whatever you know whatever these things are uh in their in their collective consciousness i think he would just whisper uh follow and obey as you do that you go into your quiet place and that glow that you saw from a distance before is now right in front of you and it is it is a lake of it is not a lake it's an ocean of this power in front of you and 
as you look, you see the remaining magma in your lake start to fill and shift as it starts to move towards it as you watch the sea kind of sway as the as the waves start to move towards your lake and the land between them gets smaller i need you to roll me a weird check i luck i'm using luck i'm not taking a i'm not taking a six on this on this one <laughs> all right that's my fourth luck point. Uh, I am over halfway to doomed. Wow! Holy smokes! Who's 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 taking bets? I think Danny's the first one to die. Just saying. <laughs> Don't die, Danny. We love you. Uh, you take luck. Um, you get a twelve. You raise your hand and you feel this world alter to what you need it to be as a channel forms between the two as the sea rushes into your lake and for a second you feel like you're going to be overwhelmed but then you close your fist and it condenses harder and deeper and and hotter as it all the magma in this massive ocean forms into your one lake that forces the ground out and around, doubling it in size as the magma goes from this deep molten red to a pure white heat. And in the center is a singular orb of pure blue. And you all watch as these creatures inside you see all the heat start to leave them and you see the whole window of them drain of all heat and so in a moment it looks like nothing but solid molten it looks like molten rock with no heat remaining as danny looks back at you danny make me another weird check Oh, okay. <laughs> I was worried for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was worried. I was like, I don't know. Danny, it's like Danny, Danny comes to Yosemite. No. <laughs> I will keep it for myself. Do you see, you see Danny's, uh, you all see that Danny's arm where he was touching the glass had turned molten like it normally had, but it had shifted. And now instead of it being this red molten rock it's this blue almost uh, almost pure liquid there's no rocky outside no craggy interior it look interior it looks like it's almost like like plasma um br yes bright blue plasma wow. as he turns around and it slowly fades back to normal and his eyes his irises now are a bright plasma blue whoa holy crap that's a cool look brother danny we're gonna have to get you some contact lenses or your real mom's gonna flip what uh what state of mind is danny in right now um is he more You're in the quiet space and you see your you see your your father uh there in that molten form and he just he looks uh, he looks at you and, and even without traditional facial features you can see pure wonder and astonishment as you you do something instinctual as you raise your hand and this pool part of this pool of the molten molten 
plasma forms into a small ball about the size of a marble, and it flies into his chest, and that heat that he had lost earlier refills with even more increased vigor as the rock, the craggy rock that was on him, falls away as he's left as, uh, as you watch his, like, hair and facial features form out of this red magma as he looks up at you, a sculpture of a man that's been described to you since you were a baby, you've seen in photographs shown to you by a tearful mother, and the man you met in your home that smiled at you and cared for you, formed out of pure molten magma, smile, and open his newly formed mouth with a grin, and goes, Danny, oh god, as he wraps you up in a hug, and it is warm and wonderful. Well, that's it for this episode of Strangers in the Pines. Don't forget to check us out on social media at the RPG Empire. Have an awesome day and play on.